Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Hoo-Boy! <laughs> I forgot to put your first name first. Aaron Hoo-Boy! Uh-huh. Lost Bread Broadcast, huh? <laughs> That was good. That was maybe I my regret, best one yet. I regret uh, congratulating oh. you. <laughs> I just realized I was reaching for candy. You can eat candy on no, the I podcast can't. I can't. you want. I can't. No, I'm not going to do that. That's that's way too much. <laughs> I just started Reach. reaching into the back. I said before, like, right before starting this, I'm like, candy makes me too happy. And I was that joke, that bit was so bad, I needed to reach into the bag and have a, a, a nice uh-huh. sweet piece of sugar to, to ease my mind over it. You don't need more sugar. I can tell that yeah. already. <laughs> Anyway, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? I, I'm arm all right. All right. Yeah. How are you doing? Doing good. Okay. We're here to talk about uh, the last broadcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Another movie on the list of movies that I made for Aaron to watch to make him watch. He's got to watch them. He's forced. Yeah, so. that's true. But this is, of course, because of 31 Days of Halloween, where I go through uh, 31 movies and I watch one every day, and then I write a review on them, and then I'm like, you know what, we're going to put four from the list so that we can get through this list, too. Mm-hmm. So the last broadcast. Yes. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll start with why I put it on the list. I put it on the list because, well, it was one of those things where I was looking for movies to add. I like found footage movies a lot, and this is, you know, people are always like, oh, yeah, uh, Blair Witch Project. That's the the found footage movie. But I in, in certain online circles, I hear people saying, "Well, actually, last broadcast is the first uh, found foot. Well, one of the first mm-hmm. of the modern era of found footage because you know there's stuff like apparently like Cannibal Holocaust has like found footage aspects to it. I'm not watching that one. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this bad boy, and I did. But the thing is, I had to watch it on YouTube because there was no official way to watch it because every year that happens. And for that year, there was no way to watch the last broadcast. Watched it on YouTube. And let me just tell you, Aaron, it was nice to watch this movie not um, off-center and uh, like weirdly like off-center and then up a little bit. You know, is that, that's yeah, they cut off part of the watch. frame with it too. Yeah, yeah. Why that's did you? Only... Why didn't you just switch to a different film? Well, couldn't. Wasn't <laughs> you, allowed. You, you very well could have. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. So then, uh, yeah, but it was a it was a wild viewing experience, and I'm like, oh, all right, that was a movie. But Aaron, what did you think about the last broadcast with your first uh, expedition into its? Found footage feats. I think it should have been a little off center and up to the to the right. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have improved the cinematography. Yeah, that's okay. Sure, sure. I mean, it, it was it was interesting because I I had heard the same things you had about this movie and just that it was like the earlier Blair Witch doing the same kind of vibe, just didn't have the same popularity right um associated with it i knew like nothing else about what it was going for um me either me either and it was interesting to learn that it was it was much more because i was expecting it to be a lot more structurally like blair witch where it like Mm -hmm. starts as the documentary and then just kind of 
it, they just reach a point where they're like, and here's the tape of what happened in the woods. And then we just kind of like watch a regular found footage thing of the three people in the woods and the Jersey Devil attacking them and all that sort of stuff. Right. Is what I thought it was going to do. And then to find out that it's a lot more of just just the the documentary aspect um that was an interesting little uh, shock that i wasn't expecting okay um i'll say this yeah i think it's clear why blair witch project blew up and this one didn't <laughs> is it because blair witch is, is scary and well this one okay is, sure just kind of reaches a climax where you're like what yeah what? <laughs> i mean that's okay but i mean even like just the um I, I guess, yeah, the scariness is a part of it for sure. Um, I think the... Listen, mm-hmm. I am never going to go to bat for Blair Witch Project. Yeah. It's just a bad movie. I know. Well, I know that you <laughs> he won't... Knows, he I knows, knows, he I know knows. that, to clarify, I know that you won't go to bat for it. Um, But there is at least, for as much as I think that movie is just a lot of the same over and over again, mm-hmm. there is a pace that is kept with that that the Lost Brad broadcast cannot match. Because I think that there are several things watching this movie that I'm like, if you just did this different, I think there would have been a lot more... Like, there, if they would have gone... I don't want to get too much into spoilers. But when you get to the tapes of what happened and we start getting to that place, they never, like, play those tapes out. They're more just, like, kind of like, this is what was on them. Right. Like... Okay, like that, and I understand that it is trying to go for more of the documentary vibe of it, mm-hmm. but I think you, and especially once we get to the ending, you lose the, like, oh man, this was real, and these are real people, and like, you know, I, so I think with Blair Witch, it really captured that imagination, where there's, it's fast, fast-paced, quote-unquote, <laughs> and it's showing you what, ac- like, what actually happened, quote-unquote, again, and there is an actual ending that leaves it ambiguous and like what did really happen i don't know so then you've got the theories uh, around it too whereas lost broadcast doesn't even have that type of culture to it either the the, the ending's pretty spelled out so um yeah right. i don't know that i maybe just talked in circles for about five no, minutes you're, there. You're um do you think yeah. it was like a like a budgetary reason is like why they didn't do more of like the the footage in the woods, though, is that like that would have made it too much more, much like a like a real movie, quote unquote. And this is more just like they edited this on what looks like Microsoft PowerPoint. Uh. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, honestly, maybe. But I, I mean, the thing is, they have footage from the woods. Mm-hmm. It's just that nothing happens in that footage. That is, it, it's like literally the most boring parts of Blair Witch Project, where they're arguing about a map and they're talking about the stupid river again. Yeah, and it's it, that's all this is. There's nothing with the like actual scares. The scares all come later, and uh, no spoilers again. Which most people I don't think have seen this considering on Letterboxd a group where you think more people would have seen it only 8,000 people have logged this right so I feel like I would have expected a higher number there um but yeah like I, I think the scares just, I lost my place entirely I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> you're fine <laughs> there's the the scares come in the the documentary section quote unquote um yeah I don't know what I was saying <laughs> I just lost that one entirely I do think what could have helped it is if they had done more, like, 
Jersey Devil lore, mm-hmm. where it feels like they're they're only focused on specifically this case and these people, and I think that it would have played better if you had done like this is what the Jersey Devil is. This is some of the uh, the claims of. Uh, What's going on? Maybe you interview someone who is like, oh yeah, I think the Jersey Devil's real and I think he killed those kids. Yeah, no, for sure. I think you're right about that. There's no, there's never a question in anyone's mind in this movie that it was a murder. When the whole reason they're going out there is for the Jersey Devil. There's none of that like, um, which I guess to some people murder's scary. That's a wild thing to say. But you know, like murder shows and stuff. And it's like, Mr. you know. Mr. Lacey is, uh... <laughs> No, no, What did no. you mean by to some people? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, some people are, like, criminal minds and stuff like that is, yeah. like, horror to some people. Right. Whereas, like, I guess if you're not, because I'm not, like, that way, really, I, it's more like the supernatural stuff that's more a little bit spooky to me and works. But I feel like even if you're, like, into the criminal mind stuff, then, like, often they're going to have something where it's, like the criminal at least believes the occult is real is going to be mm-hmm. the scenario in some of those episodes and then they still like kind of do a little bit of uh like you know maybe this is real kind of ambiguity i i haven't watched criminal minds i'm not i'm just making it up up an episode in my head for this but i feel <laughs> right, like that right. could be one where they're like there's these mysterious killings going around and you find out it's just someone who believes in the jersey devil or something like that right you know? trying to make people believe but that's not even a, an aspect of this movie. No. The Jersey Devil is so ancillary to what actually happens in the movie itself. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So, what, what, I guess we didn't. Re- we're kind of just talking about the movie now. But like, what yeah. did you think? I guess watching. You said it was interesting, but did you have any more thoughts? I feel like I, I feel like I was all right with it up until the very end, mm-hmm. where I thought it was leading to something more, and then what it actually led to was just kind of more confusing than it was anything else man we'll definitely get to that in spoilers because that is legitimately the only thing that i think makes this fall fall apart if that ending was just different and i think they have such an easy out to make the ending different but i think it's going for like so much of a i'm 14 and this is deep kind of like thing that i they can't do it gosh i'm we're gonna talk about the the ending for sure but right um well, hey, what would you give this star rating-wise? Would you recommend it? I feel like I would recommend it if, like, not as, like, a, if if you're looking for, like, a scary movie, I wouldn't recommend this. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's what the vibe you're trying to go for in the Halloween season, I wouldn't recommend it. But I feel like if you are, like, interested in the history of found footage movies or, um, like, low-budget fare, stuff like that, then, yeah, I'd recommend it. Stars? I don't know, man. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 you just didn't answer. I was just asking again. Um, yeah, I would also recommend from a purely... Because um, maybe this would have played better back in 98, but as it stands right now, this is like purely a like history, like a historical, like almost educational like look at like how low budget uh, you know, found footage started and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know that I would recommend it on a like super entertaining basis, although there are moments that are I think are pretty good. Right. Um I, I don't know. I would probably give it like it's so hard to 
to rank it because it's like if I give it a super or not rank it, but mm-hmm. give it a low star rating, and you're like, uh, Dark Skies, got you know, I'm like, uh, yeah, I w- or even higher rating, yeah, I would say I would give this a a two and a half, right down the middle, okay. I think is where I'd go because I think there is. And this is not even, maybe this isn't even fair. This isn't off the merit of the movie itself, but I think it is such an interesting watch from the perspective of where found footage has come from that it at least, you know, you can be engaged in, in watching it that way. I certainly don't think this would ever be a movie I'd rewatch um, <laughs> had, had I not put it on the list, though. Because yeah. I, I think once you've seen it, you're like, okay, I've, I understand and I understand where it came from. And, um,. But that being said, is it a better movie than Dark Skies, which I gave two stars? No. <laughs> but there's, you know, you got to give it that extra bump of a little bit of uh, ingenuity, a little bit of go-getter attitude that, I, you know, the people who made it clearly had. Right. Um, so you got to give some props there, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's your stars there? <laughs> um... Let's say two and a half. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I all was right. just waiting for you to give your star rating so that I would know what uh what to give it. Mm, okay. Because if you rated it high, maybe I'd rate it higher. But uh. mm, you, I, I swear people <laughs> accuse us of that. I can guarantee. Well, I hate when we watch a movie. We don't discuss star rating at all when yeah. we come out of the movies. We just talk about the movie when we leave the movies. And then I go on Letterboxd, and you gave it the exact same score as me. I'm like, no! People think we're, like, collaborating on this. I, but I feel like the opposite also happens all the time, where, like, we talk about, like, we leave the theater and we talk about a movie, and we're like, yeah, this this was good, this was good, this thing was interesting, this thing was bad, and then we go on Letterboxd, and I rate it, like, three stars, and you give it, like, four and a half. Mm, mm, interesting. Wow. I would love and an I'm, example. I'm like, this was a great movie. Three stars. <laughs> I'd love an example of that one. I, I can't think of an example for that one. But, I, I mean, I... I don't know. Maybe. It happens. Sure. Maybe Pearl? <laughs> That's one that I, I gave. No, I like Pearl a lot. Yeah. I think the most recent one I can think of was probably Indiana Jones 5. Well, where I, I was like, yeah, these are these are good bits. And then I gave it three stars. And uh, mm-hmm. I, and you came in with four and a half. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what, uh, no, well, what that's, movie you were watching. Again, that's but... less on the movie's side and then just the complete emotional resonance it had with me. That's I know. It's, not, it's completely subjective. There's no objectivity to that score at all. But God, Indiana Jones. <sighs> I mean, you saw how I was after the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, well, hey, we're gonna talk about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, which uh, only eight thousand people on Letterboxd have, so get to it, I guess, mm-hmm. or, or don't. Teach their own. We're gonna talk about spoilers. Okay, a little bit more in depth. Yeah, Aaron, is there any place you'd like to start? I mean, I feel like we have to start at the ending, right? Because that's ending. already what we uh <laughs> we're trying to talk about. Yeah, it just feels like. Because there's all this build-up where they're developing this film, and it's like, oh, this film is going to reveal the face of the killer. Uh, was it really this guy who uh, took the fall for the murders, or was it someone else? You know, what are we what are we going to learn when this footage develops? And then the footage develops, and it's the guy who was directing the mockumentary or whatever. And I feel like, it wouldn't it just make more sense to have it be that the 
footage was of the Jersey Devil, yes. and then that's like the big twist at the end where it's like, oh, we never expected the Jersey Devil to actually be real, but here's their film footage. If you're not going to even mention what the Jersey Devil is, then yeah, that should be the twist. <laughs> like, if you bring it up and you're like talking about maybe it was the Jersey Devil, then I think there's a possibility, yeah, it, it can be that guy. I think, and this is what I was talking about when I said the I'm 14 and this is deep, is like, humanity was the real Jersey Devil all along. <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of vibe at the right. end. It's like, oh my God. It's the media. We live in a society. Like, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I think you're absolutely right that it... it it needs to play like a twist. So if they did like incorporate more Jersey Devil lore in the first half, mm-hmm. then it could be the director. But since they just do like everything is just there's nothing supernatural to any of the elements previously. To have a non supernatural twist, it's just like yeah, okay, yeah. Like well, and especially like think of like Dark Skies. We're going back to Dark Skies. Okay, <laughs> and the whole movie. You there is not a doubt in your mind it's aliens. Not a doubt in your mind. If at the right. end it's like the dad was actually hitting the kids. <laughs> like, whoa, what? Oh no. I mean that wouldn't be a good ending, but that would at least be a twist. <laughs> you know, that that would at least be a twist ending. Whereas this tries to play this like a twist, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it is, but like okay, you know? I don't know. Right. And then I think maybe the weakest, the very weakest choice they made was not having it be, not having the ending, because he's getting out, the, the creator of the documentary is getting out of his car to go, uh, you know, go to her, the, the lady who's like, uh, what do you even call it? Decrypting? <laughs> She's decrypting the footage, I guess. And um, I think that point on should have been found footage the the weird cut to he walks in with the camera pointed at her and then she knocks it out of his hand yeah. and the rest of the movie is not shot through the it's not shot through the lens of an in-world camera at that point yeah weird choice i don't understand it to be honest with you it is a weird choice I wonder if they were worried that if they did do it in found footage, then they would be like, uh, the audience would assume that that was the complete mockumentary, and they'd be like, why did this director then release the footage of him murdering this person, you know? Yeah. That's, unfortunately, them backing themselves into a corner, I feel like. Because then you could have... It just feels like there's no way to do it where you can have the twist be the filmmaker is the villain, while also not like you can't reveal that in a film that doesn't have an objective unless at like the very end or unless like before that where that sequence happens there's some like during the creation of this documentary what's his name went missing we found this footage you're using your uh, (laughs) Stephen Shippy voice for uh, oh was that 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 was absolutely your (laughs) Shippy voice I I didn't even realize do your Shippy voice so they can uh, compare oh god I don't even know what to say what should I say I don't know say some some I'll just say the same thing I was saying (laughs) during the filming of this documentary (laughs) It, it sounds the same to me. <laughs> we found... Er, cra- crazy guy ran off into the woods. We found his footage and put it together. This is the lost, the last broadcast. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. Can't wait to watch that movie <laughs> for this month. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I feel like it would have been a dumb ending, but, like, they... they, they 
set up they 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 do the whole thing with him being the killer and then completely toss aside the entire conceit of their movie just to like have that ending it's right. very weird i really i would love to understand why they decided to do that you know I couldn't say i can't either when we call them i wonder what they're up to actually let's see what they've made since have they made anything Ah, uh, yeah, actually. What the else? Ghosts of Edendale. What's the Ghosts of Edendale? Uh, a young couple moves into the neighborhood, obsessed with the frightening silent movie history that took place 80 years before. As the boyfriend also becomes obsessed, it becomes apparent that something more is happening. Um, wow, very low reviews on that yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like it could be interesting, but the fact that... Uh... The fact that uh, it has such low reviews and only 97 people have seen it uh, yeah. is very interesting. Like, you didn't have any clout after uh, last broadcast? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, did it didn't blow up. It didn't blow up. So we've I, mean, got, it, also got I assume s- it made a substantial profit, though. Because it can't... Well, it couldn't I would assume much. this cost less than the Blur Witch Project and probably didn't make nearly as much money. No. But it, I sh- I'm sure it made back its budget plus some. Yeah, try to figure that out. They also made a movie called, St- or I guess only the one director, um, called Strad Style. A backwoods dreamer from Ohio with an obsession for Stradivari and all things violin who, through the magic of social media, convinces a famous European concert violinist that he can make a copy of the most famous and valuable violin in the world. Fighting time, poverty, and most of all himself, Danny Hook... Puts everything on the line for one shot at glory. Okay. Oh, it is a, it's an actual documentary, maybe? Or is that just what they want us to think? I think this one actually is. Until the, you get to the ending. And the, no, name, it is. Uh, it's, it is a, it's, an, it's a documentary. From 2017, only 97 people have seen it. Is it the, do you think it's the same 97 people that have seen the other one? <laughs> I... <laughs> God, I hope. That would be so funny. Then they made a movie before this. <laughs> okay, they made a movie before this that was called The Game. Or no, not The Game, was it? Yeah, The Game. It's The Game. I'm looking at College boys counterfeit money on a lark, but are dragged into a sinister game of blackmail and deceit. In the end, not everyone can survive, I guess. That looks so low budget. That actually looks super I mean, only four people have watched that one, yeah. so I feel like that's just lost the time at this point, unless yeah. you personally know anyone involved in the production. It's huh? so sad. I hate when that happens. <laughs> this is why... Listen. Some movies are really good at a narrative uh, shift in the end of their movie. Mm-hmm. That movie is called Ghoul Catchers. It's on Vimeo. <laughs> I was just going to say Ghoul Catchers. <laughs> yeah. Ghoul Catchers is absolutely wonderful. And I would do anything. Not anything. I would pay a large sum of money to get a Blu-ray copy of Ghoul Catchers. Yeah. Hell, DVD. Please. I want to own Ghoul Catchers. I know one day it'll be lost to time, but you have made an amazing work of art that I would love to appreciate forever. Best we can do is Betamax. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Enough about Ghoul Catchers. Yeah, enough about Ghoul Catchers. I don't even know how we got there. Oh, movie's being lost to time. You you will always go back to I'll Ghoul Catchers. I'll always come back to thing, Ghoul though. Catchers, dude. It's so, so It doesn't good. take much. It doesn't. 
Um, I wonder how many views Ghoul Catchers has. I think Ghoul Catchers has more than ninety-seven. Do you think? Yeah, I think it. I think it has like oh, the ninety-seven. I was yeah. gonna say then last broadcast. No, I don't. I do not think it has more than last broadcast. Let's take the a look. fact that this is available on Shutter. Uh, how many did the other one have? How many did what other one have? The one you were saying before. 97? 94. Ooh. Only 94 people have had the light of ghoul catchers shown upon them. Well, on Letterboxd. On Letterboxd. True. I'm so sure all their families watched it. Anyway. That's... You got anything else? <laughs> Last broadcast? Let's keep, let's keep it going. What'd you think about... Um, I, I here's something I will say. Mm-hmm. I think they capture the vibe and essence of cable access cable television so well, <laughs> like incredibly well. Especially like when they're showing like the clips of their show of the show, yeah. yeah. And the one guy's just like dancing there, and he's like, "Oh, it, we're rolling! Did you yeah. know we were rolling? Oh, you jokester!" <laughs> it like, oh, very God. much felt like Eric Andre's show, like material, yes. like stuff. <laughs> so you're like, "Yeah, this would this would be something." <laughs> yes. So I mean. There was, <laughs> I think there's also, the movie just doesn't do a great job of, like, taking these pieces they've set up and doing anything with them, because there's the whole thing about how the one uh, person on the show is, like, he, he thinks that this is going to be his shot, you know, he's, it's his road to stardom. That doesn't, like, come in anywhere, it's just a random thing they throw in, and they make fun of him a little bit for it, and that's it. Yeah. Like, okay, that doesn't... I mean, we don't see him enough in the movie to really understand that from him, other than us telling... Other than them telling us that's how he is. So it's... It's just frustrating, because I feel like this movie, without the documentary side, it would be a different movie, but it would be a better movie, you know? Right. I guess, yeah. That's what I gotta say about that. <laughs> um, but again, I, I do, you know, clearly this was shot. This is what I was looking up, was the how much the money this made. Yes. Um, but anyway, continue. Yeah, how, how much it was made for and how much yes. it was made. I mean, like, I feel like, I, I, you know, there was, I, I like the documentary aspects. I think, I think the, uh, whoever they got for the director is a very good documentary voice. You know, oh, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was vibing with his voice a lot. Yeah, huh? it was making me sleepy, but that's all. <laughs> it's not his fault. I mean, it's a nice voice, but it's not, you know, I just am a sleepy guy. And I was like, ooh, I'm... okay, so his budget was $900. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Estimated. Why? How much was Blair Witch Project made for? I feel like Blair Witch was like 100000 I think sounds right. Okay, the way you said it made it sound like that was way more than Blair Witch Project, and I'm like, I, I might be vastly overestimating Blair Witch Project, but a hundred thousand? I don't think there's a chance. <gasps> wow. What? Okay, so two hundred thousand for Blair Witch Project. for Blair Witch Project. Yeah, and apparently there's another number for seventy five hundred, which I imagine was marketing stuff. You know, that was that. Where are you looking at these numbers? These are on Wikipedia. Anyone can put anything in here, which means it's true. Right, but like under budget up at the like the top, it just says two hundred thousand to seven hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, that just means like yeah, somewhere in that range okay. is what they ended up spending on it. So I feel like they started with a, the the two hundred thousand, right? And then like when they actually got picked up for legit distribution, they probably poured a little more money into it uh, with other okay. stuff. 
Gotcha, is probably gotcha, how gotcha. it worked. Or they just like kind of lost track of how much money they were spending on at a certain point. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But $900, you know. But how much did it make back? $4 million. Okay. I have no idea how. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's pretty substantial. In 98, that's an insane amount. I mean, I don't know what the the profit margin would be for that compared to, like, Blair Witch Project, because I know Blair Witch Project has a ridiculous, like, oh yeah, multiplier of money it made back. But I but just even mean, nine thousand to four million. Yeah, that's a pretty solid return on investment. Nine hundred, not nine thousand. Nine hundred dollars <laughs> to four million. That's a pretty significant <laughs> return on investment. Which again makes it very curious that they did Never not have did any anything. that they did not have an ability. But neither did the Blair Witch directors really. Like they did a couple more movies, but none of them had like success. Well, I mean, even still, I mean, like sure they did more movies, but. Like, one's a documentary, which it seems like it was a passion project documentary, which maybe that's what he used the money for. What else did Blair Witch Project people do? I I have the one movie, Lovely Molly, that I, uh... Lovely Molly, that I bought the Blu-ray for, but I haven't watched it. I should watch that uh, this October. But, um, I was curious. I, I... yeah, yeah, it was he. He directed it, wrote it, edited, and directed it. One of the one of the Blair Witch people. Okay, yeah, because there are like other. So then the other guy did the objective, um, and which all look like horror films that like you can understand how they went from Blair Witch Project to this. At least looking at these pictures, maybe if I watched them, I wouldn't feel the same. Right, way, I mean, but. it's less like it doesn't make sense for the filmography. It's just kind of weird that like none of them like had any kind of big push behind it. But I wonder if there was like a kind of like a backlash element to Blair Witch Project where, you know, once everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that's totally fake," then, you know, there wasn't mm. there wasn't any hype around the directors, you know? It was more around the the lore that was like this was a real movie yeah i think you might be right about that that being said this movie yeah. solstice that the one guy made starred sean ashmore amanda seyfried and tyler hochlin what the hell <laughs> like i and i've never heard of it solstice it's called okay i feel like i'm good for them I just the first review I said I, I I'm so easily distracted tonight. The first review was I came out to a, as a lesbian to my mom during this movie. So congrats um, on that. Solstice was a weird choice, but if that's what it takes, that's all the review says. That's all the review says. <laughs> yep. Sometimes you know if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Um, I lost my train of thought entirely on that. Anyway, uh, yeah. Right. Boy, I am completely lost on that one now. Oh, they made this Exists movie with uh, Bigfoot. Do you remember this one? I don't think so. Maybe. I feel We watched the trailer for it when I was looking for movies to add, and I don't think we realized it was the guy who made Blair Witch Project. I don't think they advertised that I in think, the trailer. I think they did. I think I remember what you're okay. talking about now. I think they did... Uh... Yeah, I remember this movie now. Like I, yeah, I don't remember seeing it because I, mean, I haven't seen it. it but. But, yeah, so like, yeah, I, I, like even still, I mean, some of these are a little bit. I mean, twenty fourteen was almost ten years ago, but still, like, there is a uh, progression of making movies here that I just, you know, 
Right. They never. And at the very least, they get like uh, like producer, executive producer credits for the franchise. Right. So even if they didn't want to direct anything, I feel like they could just you know subsist off of uh, executive producers uh, for however many Blair Witch movies they go on to make because they're definitely going to make at least two more before uh, you think calling the franchise dead forever. They're they're absolutely going to make another one. And it's probably not going to work, but then down the road, they're going to at least try one more time. Okay. And if that one doesn't work, which it likely won't, I think it's going to kill the franchise. It's as good as Blair Witch uh, was in 2016, then I'm I'm in. Better than the original. It's not as good as uh, Book of Shadows. I haven't seen it. Couldn't tell you. You should put that on your uh, no, on your list for I'm this year. Right. That's I right. I just I'm I'd be so curious to know your thoughts on it. <laughs> no, no. I just I I want to know. That just tells me it's the thing bad. is like. <laughs> It's it's basically a movie made for people who don't like the original Blair Witch Project. So mm. it might fit. Uh, you you might like. It, so why would they make it? Spite. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting a real answer. But I don't. I don't know what the real answer would be. I'm confused by its existence, even after having seen it. <laughs> anyway. Last broadcast. Yeah. Uh, like, there's no last broadcast, too. Where'd you go with that? There is. The director can't kill again. Like, he can kill again, but it's not can. interesting. It's not yeah, a twist. There's no direct. There's no movie he's directing, which is just, yeah, weird. I, I think that the only thing that I do enjoy, but I think you still could have done if you still kept the found footage aspect of it, is that, you know, you get to re-see those scenes you had just seen with the extra context of he just killed that lady, and she's right there next to him. That's like a, that's a chilling little aspect of it. But I think you still could have done that um, with found footage, but... Right. Anyway. Last broadcast. Uh, it's low on my favorite... Uh, Found footage movies. I'm curious, actually. Where is it on there you, already? You have it on the list, right? I have it on the list. I don't Have you updated your list with um, what you've seen recently? But I've only watched, like, one or two. I mean, we literally talked about that, like, two podcasts ago, did right? We? Okay, yeah. Didn't well, we? We probably did. I Wasn't two... Yeah, because it was Apollo 18. Yeah, was I can't two podcasts. keep track yeah. of everything. <laughs> my brain don't work no good. I'm pulling it up. Let me find my found footage ranked. Mm-hmm. Everybody calm down. Let's see. Mm. I would probably move this down a little bit, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, it's sitting at 21 out of 36. Okay. Um, yeah. I would probably move it lower. I'd probably move it to, like, 28. How many are in this list? 36. Okay. Like, look. I'll at least give it the extra boon of being unique and creative for its time um i cannot say the same for live scream nor steelmanville road you can't say live scream was creative uh. it, no nor deadware although i might boost deadware deadware grows on me it's not a good movie but there is something so live scream is the one with the gamer yes. right yeah. and then deadware is the one where it's like the point and they click play computer the point and click game, game. Yeah. yeah okay which yeah, Deadware is the better of those two. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I definitely put that in here. I don't know when I put that in there, but that's not even how I would feel about that. So that would be over live stream. Then we got Apollo 18. 
<laughs> just not good. Paranormal Activity 4, the worst of the paranormal activities. Right. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, which maybe... No, that one wouldn't be lower. But I just remember watching that and being kind of excited about it because I'm like, ooh, a little found footage, like uh, kind of more like desert vibe, um, which has never worked out for me before, Phoenix Forgotten style. But for some reason, I thought this one was going to be good, and then it was very bad and very boring. And I remember us just both being like, what was this? It's <laughs> just not good. Right. Uh, followed, which I forced you guys to watch too, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I take swings sometimes and all gonna hit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then The Quarantine, which is the remake of Wreck, which is just shameful to me. Um, Fair. And then Phoenix Forgotten. It's no Quarantine 2. I haven't seen it. At least that one's original. I feel like I only want to watch Quarantine 2. Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, that might be the play. Because Quarantine is literally just Wreck, but worse. And Quarantine 2 is on a plane, right? Yes. And they never did that in the Wreck series, from what I understand. But yeah, Phoenix Forgotten's the bottom. I hate Phoenix Forgotten with all I my just, money. I just, I don't understand why that is the bottom. It's the worst movie of all time. I don't think you even believe that. I do. I do. Oh, there's a reason he only ever made one movie. I'm sorry, that wasn't nice. That wasn't fair. Yeah, that wasn't nice. It just feels like maybe it's just the found footage uh, trend just died too quickly. Because maybe it's just all these directors just wanted to make more found footage and then everyone just kind of got out of it. And now we're into, I don't know, yeah, what supernatural... Is the, what is the horror trend of the day? There's not... I think... The thing with movies in general right now, too, is that they're so... Anyone can make a movie that the point... We're at the point that it's just... There's so much of every type of horror. Right. That I don't really know if there is a like set craze right now i mean there's obviously the elevated horror like craze in terms of like you know making the the thematic message the the whole point and revolving all the horror around that message sure. kind of trend you also got um more of like a like all ironic horror comedy kind of vibe you know mm-hmm. like you have stuff like megan or you have stuff like we just watched totally killer um, like stuff like that where it's like it's trying to be less serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how, but maybe just it is again the nature of like there is so much of everything. I don't know how much I would consider either of those as prolific as found footage was in its time though. Like, there was a found footage movie, like, every couple months for, like, years. Yeah, but that's also just because they were cheap. Yeah, that's you fair. could You could that's just, fair. anyone could make one. That's a good like, one. Well, I mean, like, slashers. the gallows. The... 80s were full of slashers. Yeah. They were also cheap. It was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the gallows. What a banger, dude. Oh, gallows, gallows is, is so best. good. We should have just watched the gallows again. Oh, God. Gallows is, like, one of those movies that... <laughs> did you put it on your list of movies you were wrong about? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think the gallows is good. And the first time I watched it, I'm like, this is the worst movie I've ever yeah. seen. I've watched it three times since. And every time, it gets better and better. Yeah. And not in like a way that it, it, I'm like, wow, I'm really understanding the nuances of this movie. I'm right. just like, this is a banger. <laughs> this is just good. I, because like when I first watched it, it made my list the very first Aaron Awards that I did. Oh, it made wow. the worst film list of those. Um, I don't even remember what I wrote about it at that time, but 
And then, yeah, I've also seen it three times since. I'm like, you know what? I genuinely enjoy this movie. <laughs> I'm I'll sorry. watch it again. Like, I'll, you know. And I think, again, it's just because I spent so much time in, like, the, the school after hours as a kid. Mm-hmm. Where, with my imagination just running wild, that that was just the kind of stuff that I thought up as a kid. You mm-hmm. know, like, that kind of, uh, what if the lockers all opened on their own uh, in this dark hallway now that there's no students here kind of stuff. So, it just, it, it works. Yeah. I think I, in that same way where it's like what the movie's giving isn't particularly great. I, I hate that I'm even going to compare these two because I think The Gallows is a worse movie. Uh-huh. But Skinner Inc. is the same <laughs> deal where it's like I don't really think this movie's giving much. But it, it's it's more about like the memories that it taps into that I think make it work for me more than um, maybe it should. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah. Now we're just not even talking about. <laughs> Did you want to talk about Skinwearing? We can talk about. We can talk about. Um, How long is this podcast? The movies already? that I've watched. We're at forty minutes, so we'll okay, just run then through just, it very quickly. Just uh, yeah, that's really our discussion on last broadcast. But uh, we're gonna just just go through the movies. What that are I've some? Watched. What are the other ones you've been watching for Thirty One Days of I'm Halloween? Pulling it up. Just give me one second. I'm here. filling the air no. while you pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we watched, uh, when was the last time I would have done Uh, yeah, okay, so Totally Killer, mm-hmm. um, fun, like it, it's very much my vibe of, like, the, um, the, like you said, the less serious horror movies, the Happy Death Day to You style, big ups, Happy Death Day to You, Unfairly Maligned, um, Friday the 13th part, what was it, 6? Part watched? 6, yeah. I mean, what else is there to say other than, what was that? <laughs> you know, what a banger. Uh, the entire time I couldn't take it seriously because the lead guy looks like Dennis from Always Sunny. He does. Um, which was very funny to me. Um, but there are some good moments in that one. And I think maybe one of the funniest lines in any horror movie with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> which just tickled me. Uh, Urban Legend. Yeah, went sorry, <laughs> I guess. Like, I, it's the thing where I'm like... Yeah, it's trying to be Scream, and it's, like, kind of emulate. It's going so far as to not just emulate, it's just repeating at a certain point, and it's a little much. But the stuff that it does that's unique, I think, is very good and fun. Um, Skinamarink, wow, what a... (laughs) Listen. Yeah. It is, at this point in me watching movies, I do not get scared by horror movies very much anymore. Very rare. There's... It's... And... I think I gotta remember the term for it, and I don't, I'm not gonna say like I have this phobia, but it's you know like not being able to see out in front of you. And I think Skinnerink does that really well. And Barbarian, which is another movie that scared me a lot, when they're going through the tunnels underneath and you like can't see forward, all you can see is the wall. I'm like I can't do that. So I think Skinnerink taps into that, even if it's just extremely avant garde and, and strange and weird. Um, but I was, like, watching from behind a blanket for most of it because I'm like, I can't do this. Um, yeah, really, really, I don't even know. It's one of those where I'm like, I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's an amazing experience, though. So, for what that's worth, I It guess. is certainly a experience. <laughs> sure. An <sure>. experience. An <laughs> experience. Uh, There's an English degree at work. <laughs> And then I watched The Innocence last night, which was uh, very good. I had only ever seen The Turning as far as adaptations of uh, The Turn of the Screw. Um, and, uh, wow, this was much better. Uh, come to find out, because yeah. they keep talking about Bly Manor and Bly Manor this. And I'm yeah. like, is 
that the other haunting show? And yeah. I'm like, well, that's super interesting. Now I'm like, he did a. I mean, adaptation. it's it's a much much looser adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Haunting on Hill House is also a very loose adaptation of that book. So, right. It's in the same vein as that. Very interested in that, though. Um, who knows if I'll ever watch a show again, but, you know, <laughs> we'll get to it one day. Uh, but, yeah, that's all. That's that's the catch-up right there. That's the catch-up, and here's the mail. <laughs> that's a weird phrase. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know about just that. Just came up with that one. Off the, that was off the dome piece. I maybe should have had so much candy. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had too much candy for this podcast, I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, but, uh, gosh, join us next week, because we're going to be talking about... I don't remember what it is. Oh, uh, is it We Were Here? We, we Are Still Here is what it's called. We Are Still Here. We Were Here? And We're Still Here. <laughs> and We're Still Here. We're chilling. Very interested to hear what you think about that okay. one. So that's going to be a great episode. But you've already had a great episode here. Yeah. We have a great episode at home. The episode at home. <laughs> the lot. It's a little verbal meme format for you. I don't understand the verbal meme. Yeah, it's not good. That's why. Uh, guys, if you want to find us from the internet, Aaron, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at myhonestopinion.com or honestopinion on Letterboxd. Like Jacob said, I put up a list of films that uh, I was wrong about, uh, and, you know, and uh, The Gallows is one of those. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just films I changed my opinion on, uh, so that's all I've been doing. Okay. Why? Well, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at Jake Lace on Letterboxd, uh, Jake Lace on uh, TikTok. I've been posting TikToks about my reviews too. Um, a little bit behind on it, unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances. But that is all right. I'm getting back at it and uh, trying to just get get the word out about some of these movies. We're all going to the World's Fair. People seem to like that one. I'm like, hopefully, some of these people. I'm curious how many people who liked the TikTok have actually seen the movie. If you've liked it and haven't watched it, I hope that then encourages someone to go watch it because what a movie. Mm. That's the more because it's hard like at the moment to like really gauge how you're going to feel at the end of the month uh, in in as far as a ranking goes. Sure. Um, I think that one's going to continue to climb the rank because I just continue to keep thinking about it. Um, it might be the best one. We'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, check that out and read the reviews. And gosh, I don't know. Leave us alone. <laughs> we're, we're done. The podcast is done. Why are you still here? So join us next week. We're going to talk about where we're... We're going to talk about the movie I was talking about earlier. <laughs> and uh, guys, join us next time. Okay. I'm still talking. You had too much candy. <laughs> Don't eat more. Oh no, I need some. <laughs>